Hey friend, you're listening to Joyful Grounds, a faith-filled podcast for coffee-loving women. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, a book-loving, coffee-drinking mom. On Joyful Grounds, we'll dive into the topics of motherhood, Christianity, and literature weekly. On a monthly basis, I will interview various women in all walks of life to share about their faith, careers, and motherhood journeys. Here on Joyful Grounds, our hope is to inspire women to pursue their dreams, walk in faith, and to not only fill your cup with coffee, but to let joy fill your cup too. So, whether you're warming up at coffee for the first time today, or the third, I welcome you to join me here on Joyful Grounds on Wednesday mornings. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Grounds. I'm your host, Dolores, and I'm so excited you guys are here for today's episode. On today's episode, we're going to be talking with my husband, um, also known as our daughter's father, baby daddy, um, but also known as Amos Carter. I am so excited to have him on the podcast. We're going to be talking about his fatherhood journey, um, and I know for you guys who are listening to the podcast for the first time, you're probably like, what I thought this podcast was for coffee loving women and it is and I think that we could really as women and even men alike who are listening to the podcast could really just use like a better understanding of fatherhood and what it's like for dads when they go through that transition of becoming like husband to father so we're talking about that today with Amos and yeah without further ado here he is hey it's so good to be here on joyful grounds I'm thankful that my wife has invited me on to speak about my perspective so i'm glad to be so yeah well amos uh thank you so much for being on i'm really really excited like i said you know it's been 17 ish months since we had our daughter um and it doesn't really probably feel like that to me it doesn't i looked at my calendar the other day someone randomly was like oh how old is she and i was like i don't know and everything in me wanted to say 12 months old but because she is not 12 months old i like took a minute and was like oh my gosh she's closer to two you know than she was to like that she is like five months or six months and it's crazy just think like that much time has passed by um but yeah i don't know if you feel the same way like how does it feel for you when people ask like how old she is yeah i i have the same feeling like it's i mean i love the stage that she's in right now but i also miss the the little Eliana. So I feel like when people ask me that, it takes me back to like those new newborn uh, times and thinks thinking of those moments. But yeah, it's crazy how she just she like chills on the couch like an adult, <laughs> and I'm like, That's true. okay, you're only 17 months. Stop, stop being so so cool. Yeah, like so grown. It does feel like yeah, she does do that. That's funny. There's a lot of things I think that like early on me like early on mom Dolores like did not even think about that like would be happening at 17 months so like she literally today has started rolling like what is that called like tumbling or mm-hmm. what is it actually called? I can't it. like rolling forward like somersaulting is that what that is is a somersault a forward roll <laughs> yeah basically so she started doing that today and I can't even I there's nothing in me that thought about her doing that outside of the womb before having her, like being pregnant, you know, babies roll around in your stomach, but you never think like, 
oh, they're going to be doing the outside of the womb too. So crazy to think that she's now doing all those things. So yeah, but like I said, today, Amos, we we're talking about just your journey through fatherhood. You, When you found out that you were going to be a dad, how did you feel? Um, I mentioned in my in the show notes to you that clearly it was probably like the best birthday gift ever. But if you can kind of elaborate on just what was it like when you found out that you were going to be a dad? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it was the I came home from work and it was uh, the best birthday present that I'd ever received. It honestly at first was very shocking. Like I was like in disbelief and then just a flood of emotion of just you know joy and happiness and probably a little bit of you know uncertainty but definitely joy and, and happiness just over me especially since I mean it'd been you know about a year since we'd started trying and the fact that it was actually happening um, I just always I just always wanted to be a dad and so it just kind of like as things started, as I started processing it, like, I was like, wow, like, this feels like I was created to be a dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was made, I was a little boy, and I was growing up to be a dad, and this is kind of like what my purpose has been. So, obviously, being a husband, too, but it was kind of like that, you know, tie into it, so. That's really cool. I don't think I would have ever actually thought about that. Like, you're like, you know, thinking, like, you're thought of, I was born to be a dad is that what you said basically like yeah like you yeah yeah. well I feel like you think of like little girls think about the day that they get married you know I never thought about that (laughs) yeah but like that's like the stereotypical like little girls always plan their wedding and they know Uh like honestly for me that's kind of like what it felt like was like the perfect I was like oh yeah like this is this is what I've been wanting my whole life it's not a wedding you know but Mm -hmm. it's like to be a dad is is something I've wanted. So that's really cool. I think that's really neat. For those who may not know, um, which is, is crazy, I, I didn't even get a chance to tell you. So, hi, welcome to the podcast. Um, we on Facebook, a memory from when we announced we were pregnant came up on my Facebook. So like the memories or whatever. And I created a video kind of just sharing, like, we were like, we're parents, I think, or like, you know, whatever. And then I shared a video of the day that I told you I was pregnant and like that whole thing. And I don't know, I may have shared, I think in that video, everyone else's reactions as well. So we recorded our, um, we told, we found out we were pregnant. So I told Amos and then together we filmed, um, I don't want to say everybody, but we filmed a lot of people in our family, um, their reactions to find out we were pregnant and I compiled a whole video and it was very sweet. And so we kind of shared that whole video on social media to tell everybody that we were pregnant. So it was really, really fun and really cute. So that popped up on my feed. But what I don't think you mentioned is that the day that I told you that I was pregnant, it was actually your birthday. Mm-hmm. So what day, what year, what birthday was that? What year was that? I'm so sorry. It was like two years ago, yeah. two years ago. It's September 21st, 2021 is when you found out that you were pregnant and you told me. Yeah, crazy. So truly like a birthday gift. How do you, like, how was it for you to go through pregnancy alongside? It wasn't really real for me. Like the, the, like obviously I knew I was going to be dad. There were certain things that like you were bonding with Eliana because she was in your womb. And like, I, I wasn't. So like, 
for me, a lot of it was just obviously walking alongside you while you were enduring or going through pregnancy, um, which for the most part, I think was a pretty straightforward pregnancy, pretty easy mm-hmm. until, yeah. until towards the end. Um, it was a little bit complicated, but um, just honestly, it was very educational. I uh, learned a lot. <laughs> Watch some videos that I never expected to watch in my life. Um, but like also just learning, you know, what is it like to hearing other men talk about like, yeah, like it's basically like you, you take the sidelines and you're just there to just there to help and, and be um, supportive. So there's a lot of learning in that, that um, I think has helped me even now just continue to be a better better husband and father so a lot of learning honestly that was a before we found out the gender is that what you were thinking where you were in there so right around i believe like 13 weeks maybe we found out pretty early with our gender we did a pretty early on gender test because i am crazy and have to know everything (laughs) immediately well yeah that I remember that was a huge like, oh wow, like this is you know, this is not just a clump of cells, mm-hmm. you know, but this is actually a human being and this is, you know, our our daughter who's gonna be born. So mm-hmm. of course then you when we did learn the gender, you psyching yourself out and be like, Oh, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy, even though mm-hmm. you knew in your heart yeah. it was gonna be a girl. And uh, you didn't believe the doctor. I was shocked simply because we found out we had our gender reveal party, I think, when I was exactly like 15 weeks pregnant. And for those who do not know, when you are going through pregnancy, typically I feel like the earliest you can find out like at your daughter's office is like 20 weeks, I believe, um, right before they do like any kind of scans or anything like that. So you find out like 20 weeks pregnant, typically. I was like, I gotta know right now. And so we like went to this place because I had done blood work. I just wanted to be 100% sure. I was just like really nervous. And it's the first time being parents. You just want to kind of like, I feel like some people don't care, but for me and for us, I feel like we just wanted to be like as prepared as possible. Like, let me buy the baby clothes. Let me buy like the pink stuff if that's what we wanted to do. Like, and kind of plan. And honestly, knowing the gender, I feel like helped like uh, affirm the name and yeah. everything else. And so, um, so yeah, we went and I was totally like the, um, whatever the person that does the things, I just forgot the name of the person that does the x-rays or sonogram, sonographer, that feels right. So <laughs> sure, when the sonographer was like, um, okay, last guess. And I was like, okay, fine answer, boy. And so yeah, when she said girl, I was like, I knew it in my heart, you know, cause I really felt like I had like heard, heard from the Lord, but I definitely was like, we're going to get the blood work done because I was just nervous, but we went ahead and had our gender reveal party anyway. What are some things that you remember from the newborn season? Remember the first time that she rolled over from her, from her back to her stomach. That was huge. Yeah, that was, that was pretty huge. (laughs) Like when that happened four months old, maybe five. I don't remember. Honestly, guys, after having kids, like I have one child, but after even having her in 17 months, I am like already starting to struggle to remember times. Yeah. And it's crazy because people talk to you about that. And I remember being frustrated about that, thinking like, 
why do people not remember this stuff? Like they just had a baby a year ago and now we're at those people and I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I remember <laughs> when she was cutting her first, her first two teeth um, and we were at that um, cabin in Gatlinburg and I was holding her. We were sitting on the bed. This is after my dad passed away, right? Is this the time we went so in August? Oh, and she, she like grabbed my finger and like bit down on it. And Ooh. I was like, ouch <laughs> that hurt i'm like what the heck i was not expecting you know when you're used to gummy you know mouth just going mom 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 and then all of a sudden there's a tooth popping out Daggers. it hurt but um that was fun and of course that whole trip was fun and exhausting on that the quickest six mile hike <laughs> the quickest calenberg trip i think we've taken hey, it's just around the just around the corner Everyone could, oh yeah, she's around the corner. <laughs> That's a TikTok. Just hey, hey guys. <laughs> Walking up the mountain. Oh. How was the birth experience for you? How was that? You don't want to go into extreme detail, but just how was that for you? Oh, honestly, um, very, very um, intense. And shout out to Dolores for doing it with no drugs mm. going all natural don't recommend that. um <laughs> i don't recommend that and uh it was we went your water broke at 7 30 in the morning and she came at like oh 10 30 10 24 p.m yeah so that was what 13 hours sure um, <laughs> sounds right and so um i just remember definitely towards those last few hours because things progressed a lot slower than i Oh, really? It felt really quick to me. We got to the hospital and I was like, they're like, you're already five and a half centimeters. You're like five centimeters. I was like, let's push her out. Like, I well, I guess ready. it was just kind of like the, even though broken down, it was like, I knew the different stages of labor. Mm -hmm. Like in it, it was like, okay, like we're at eight or nine centimeters. Like two it's gonna more be, hours. Yeah. I was like, oh, it should well, be like nine. 20 more minutes, right? Yeah. And then it's like <laughs> two Welcome. or three more hours. But, um, Honestly, the respect that I have for you um, in that, honestly, just that was very, very tough to do. So, mm -hmm. but after that and the rest of the time we were at the hospital, it was very interesting. Obviously, it's typical. You get the, the bed. I got the couch. Couch was super uncomfortable. <laughs> you imagine? I was like, here, you sleep in the bed. I'll get the couch with my um, stitches. The natural birthing center had the queen bed. They did. <laughs> you were going to try to squeeze in that. <laughs> we are at the part of the podcast, which is my favorite segment. I will say of the podcast, which is called What's in Your Cup? And I'm so excited. What's in your cup this morning? So this morning, I had an ice pumpkin cream chai tea latte from Starbucks. Amos, do you want to let us know anything that you've had or any coffee that is a favorite of yours? Mm. Well, what's in my cup right now is water. Understandable. But, uh, <laughs> what I had to drink this morning was my, I'm a Dunkin' guy over Starbucks. Boom. And uh, <laughs> their strawberry dragon fruit refresher with green tea. Light ice. In case anybody <laughs> wants to get themselves that drink, you guys, we'll put it in the description as well. So yeah, let us know in today's um, podcast episode details. What is in your cup? There's a poll and sorry, sad to say the poll is only on Spotify. So if you guys are not listening to this podcast on Spotify, head over there. You guys can fill out the poll and let us know what is in your cup.
And this is, I'm backtracking so far, like so far back because I feel like it's like really important. I just like love to recall these memories, but the first night home, mm-hmm. do you feel like you slept like a baby? Like, well, let's, did you feel like you slept like a full adult that has all their bills paid because babies don't sleep? How do you feel like you slept? Um, I don't think I slept. I don't remember. I remember sleeping. I remember thinking we're at home by ourselves, and I didn't feel like, oh my god, who let us do that? Like I felt like people were like, oh my god, like you're gonna feel like, who let us take this baby home? I didn't feel like that. I felt yeah. like, oh no, I'm so happy that we're home, but I was also like, oh my god, no one's waking me up at two, four, eight a.m. to take medicine. <laughs> like I had but to. But you like, do have a baby doing all that. You do. I remember. Yeah. I remember those early nights. First off, trying to give you like time alone to sleep so i would be out with eliana <laughs> and i would be like eating flaming hot cheetos to stay awake so and i would be like rocking her because she didn't like it when i sat down um so i'd be out there and i'm like oh dolores she's gonna have like <laughs> the amazing two hours of rest realizing the whole time you're in there Panicking. you're like, oh, he's going to drop her. Yeah, I had crippling postpartum anxiety and yeah. depression. Crippling. So oh. anytime anyone, specifically Amos, because he was he was here for the first couple weeks, um, walked out of the room with Eliana, my anxiety was like, she's dead. Like, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. If you were, like, walking out of the door, I was like, huh? <laughs> like, no. And I, what I learned is that women and their babies, they're actually, like, the babies literally consider themselves a part of the mom. Like they don't, they don't think it's any different. So when they're away from mom, it's like I'm a, they're out of their cell. Like it's a whole out of body experience. It's this like weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think the biggest thing, like I said, is just like the communication, because that would have helped. And like in my mind, there was, you know, I could have communicated like, hey, I'm I'm gonna take Eliana, so that you can lay down. You and did. Like, yeah. You did. I just like, had no chill. I was like, okay. And then panicked. But I think also understanding your, like, understanding you better would have helped too. Because then I could have helped, you know, calm some of those anxiety um, things about it. So Yeah. It's rough. It is rough having a kiddo and not really knowing what to do. Because who knows what to do? what are some things that you hope to achieve as a dad in the coming years i want to be in her in her life as much as i can and that means for me um i'm hoping to obviously get work to a place where i'm flexible enough to you know like i i can see her doing dance like going to a dance academy singing soccer soccer you know whatever whatever. like you know the things like that i'm like i want to be the dad that's there yeah yeah in her life and yeah and even just every day like i want to um she is my errand buddy when i'm off work so she typically runs (laughs) with me and so um you know just as as she gets older and she can um wants to spend more time with me than with you, (laughs) Um, that uh, we can just enjoy that and have good time. Whether it's anything from working on projects around the house to just having fun. I'm hoping that she enjoys movies like I do. (laughs) So we can watch lots of movies together. Probably the popcorn. (laughs) If you have the food, she'll be there for the snacks. Here for the snacks. (laughs) 
But um, obviously just like setting a good godly example for her in her life, that's something I, I hope to achieve. we wrap up today's episode i just want to say thank you so much amos for being on the podcast being on joyful grounds and here on joyful grounds we do something called a joyful tidbit so at the end of every single episode we leave you guys with a tidbit of joy and obviously amos being our guest here i would love if you were able to just kind of give any advice for new dads to be uh i would say obviously cherish every moment because honestly those moments are changing very quickly and so seasons um and the babies grow very quickly so um cherish those moments take a lot of pictures to look back on and videos um take a lot of candid pictures of your your daughter or your son with their mother because that is (laughs) Something I'm bad at, but Dolores always comes over and she's like, I got these super cool candid pictures of you and Eliana. And I'm like, oh, wow, cool. Thanks. Um, but there's Dolores doesn't really have all those. So I would say that's a big one, you know, taking pictures of um, your spouse and your kid together is a good one. And then uh, just honestly leaning in to be intentional with uh, with your spouse, I think, is a huge thing. Um Obviously, being a parent takes a lot of time, energy, mental um, capacity, and so um, it can be a very hard season. I know for us, it's been pretty hard up and down. Um, Obviously, there's several other factors that have played into it, but um, I would say making sure that you're being intentional and you're growing and that you're being able to also... um, you know, be supportive in, uh, to your spouse and and into your kid. I think one of the biggest things for me, um, was for personally, I am very, I can be very black and white in things. And so, um, I remember I'd come home and I'm like, Dolores, she'd tell me, Hey, I need you to do this. Like, I need you to do, take care of the dishes. And so like every night I'd come home and I'd take care of the dishes. And she's like, hey, like, we're not spending any time together. I'm like, well, it's because I'm always cleaning because that's what you want. And she's like, well, I want you to spend time with me. And I'm like, okay, then I'll spend time with you. And then I stopped, like, I stopped, like, helping around the house. And I stopped cleaning up stuff and whatever. And it was just very hard for me to, like, realize, like, hey, every day is different. And that so some days I'm going to need to come in and you know, understand where Dolores is at and that she's going to need, oh, she needs me to do the dishes because, you know, that's going to be what helps her the most. Or, hey, you know, let the dishes pile up. You know, tonight is a night just to snuggle and watch a movie or something like that. So I think it's hard for me to get out of that. Like you said it once, this is just how it is. You know, I'll do the dishes every day for the rest of my life if that's what's helpful, but, um, you know, realizing every day can be different and that you need to learn those nuances. So that's probably, honestly, probably one of the biggest things that I am still learning. 
Great. Thank you for sharing, Amos. And thank you for being on the podcast. You're I'm welcome. so excited to have you here in the studio, our house. <laughs> if you guys want to see more of Amos or hear more of Amos, then listen to the podcast because he'll be here. And then if you want to see more of him, then um, just, you know, follow me on Instagram. I guess you'll see his face. Or... Yeah, I don't post. Anyways. Yeah, no, you really don't. So yeah, just, you know, find me and I'll post about him. <laughs> so that's it. But yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you guys can take a minute and give us a review here on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you may be listening, let me know and let us know what you guys think about today's episode. Share it with a friend and make sure you guys give us a follow over on Instagram at Joyful Grounds Podcast. And we will catch you next week for another episode.